two seconds of awkward silence out just because I'm kind of fixing my lighting so it's a little bit better. What you mean? I was going to leave it in, bro. I was going to leave this <laughs> I was just going to leave us talking in right here. Everybody just staring at each other, bro. Nah, the there's too part. many shadows in my fucking room right now. What the fuck are you doing here? Bro, don't talk to that dog like that, bro. Leave this nigga alone, He's Yugi. Out of nowhere, bro. He's a dog, bro. He said, what's up, Yugi? You can say, fuck up my face, nigga. <laughs> wait, wait, let me see him. Oh, he ugly, bro. Nah, I get it. He ugly. Nah, fuck that. Yo, let me recommend this to y'all, bro. He not ugly, bro. You're a cool little dog. This is their king. Bro, he kind of ugly, bro. <laughs> bro, he looked like he looked like a dog that you would find like down by the seashore in a, in a movie, my nigga. He looks like Toto. He does look like Toto. To all the white people listening, you don't know what Toto is, but he does look like Toto. He looks like Toto. He's a cool dog, man. Bro, my girl has never seen The Wiz, bro. You mean like the like the black interpretation, right? The Wiz. Never seen it, bro. She from Detroit, bro. Talking about the one with Diana Ross and Michael Jackson in it, right? Ain't never seen that shit, bro. You ain't never seen the Wiz. Get that shit the fuck up out of here, bro. You're the darkest nigga in here, and you ain't never seen the Wiz, bro. That is a black cult classic, bro. I seen all the other black cult classics, nigga. I ain't seen. I cannot believe you, you seen Soul Food. Of course, nigga. Who hasn't seen okay. Soul Food, bro? Okay. I mean, who hasn't seen the fucking Wiz, my nigga? Like, what do you mean? Listen, listen, listen. I would no, no. The thing is, though, and the, like, the further you get away from it, I would. It's more realistic to think that more people have seen Soul Food than the Wiz. But I'm like, that being said, it's, it's a rite of passage, in my opinion. You gotta I'm watch the Wiz. We're big on musicals, dog, and like when shit like. I hate musicals. Something else is about to throw y'all off. Nigga, no, I'm you know what else I haven't seen? I haven't seen a single Medea movie. You can't do it. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Like, I've seen them all, and I wish I missed them, honestly. Not all of them, because Medea Goes to Jail was funny. Um, the first the first Medea was funny. Um, and- I was watching Medea back when it was a play, and it was on bootlegs on the corner. That's when That's I used to watch Medea. My aunt and my aunt and them used to watch that shit, and I used to be like, yeah. nah, it's not going to happen. Bro. That was way bro. before Tyler Perry had movie deals and shit. Like, before yeah. he actually made them, like, real... They were plays. They, they, were, they, they were just that plays. That was before it was Medea. That was when it no, was, it was Madea. a mad black woman. No, it yeah. was... No, no, no. It was. No. It was it, no, that was one, but he had full-on Medea plays. It was also... Oh, like, like, you talking about, like, a Broadway kind of thing before he... Okay. So he created the character I'm not going to do it, yo. You can't make it. Listen, me personally, I thought, yeah, like, Medea doesn't need to be in every fucking situation on Earth. <laughs> nah, bro, that's like the, that's the black earnest, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> Medea is the black earnest. Yeah. Medea goes to New York. Like, it's all, it's all the same shit. <laughs> what? What does that mean? You never seen the Ernest movies, bro? <laughs> Come on, no, man. No, I'm just saying, Medea goes to New York. The, fuck you the greatest crossover yeah, in history is Ernest and Airbud, bro. Come on, man. Never seen it. Yeah, Airbud was doing too much, too, bro. We got he was. He needed to be put down. I nigga was playing every sport on earth. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> why did he? Yeah, my nigga playing every sport on earth, bro. They had my nigga Airbud playing hockey. I was like, yo, this is enough. Yugi saw a dog <laughs> playing basketball, and he said, put that nigga down. What? <laughs> what? Insane, 
Bro, you hate dogs, bro. I can't that deal with you. The Bo Jackson of dogs, bro. And <laughs> 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 he was good at everything too. He was good at everything. My nigga was doing alley oops and shit. <laughs> it was crazy, bro. Nigga, if he would have made it to the league, he would average two points. Would have took this nigga cookies anytime. He would let the cookie come and be like soft. Fuck out of here. Oh man. Uh, Air Blood was, I was never into the Air Blood movies personally. I always thought the shit was dumb as hell. So I was like, first of all, so you're telling me, uh, little black kid on the end of the bench can't get no minutes, but this golden retriever. The dog can. Just jumps in the game. <laughs> you, can put, you can put Jared on him and he can get some minutes? Is that what you're telling me? That's crazy. This nigga Jack mine is fucking cluttered with some wild thoughts. I forgot Air Blood existed, dog. How you got that up in there? <laughs> Bro, I got so much useless knowledge. I'm I'm going to one of your team in trivia. I just know random useless shit, bro. I swear. I, I, I'm the same, but everybody was pushed out of my shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wasting no brain cells on that shit. And, uh, what's that other show with the chicks that was dancing? And they was, they was dancing like animals. They was dancing, dancing like, like animals. animals. Nigga, what you watching, Yugi? I'm not watching shit. The Disney Channel used to be on in my crib sometimes, bro. Disney? I the, nigga, I had a family. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it, it was like you were just like an estranged person that ran away from everything. Nigga, I had a family, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, what the fuck, man? I can't think of the name of this show. It was a chick. Because it don't uh, exist, nigga. You don't know what you're saying right now, bro. Nigga, <laughs> think about the, the Greek on the couch right now. Oh, man. I used to love that shit, bro. Clean up time, bro. My mom used to play that shit every time I fucked up the living room. Bro, I knew it was a, Cheetah I knew Girls. Nigga, that was a movie. That cheetah show. Girls, my nigga. That's they weren't movie, dancing like animals. What do you mean? They were just, the cheetah they were just girls dancing. Oh, nigga said they were dancing like animals. He said bitches was like, what the fuck? That's funny as fuck. No. Nigga said they running on all four singing. Like, what, nigga? <laughs> what? They eating grass? <laughs> Yo, that's stupid as fuck. The show oh, cuts on with them niggas eating out of a trough. <laughs> Yugi's like, cheetah girls? <laughs> no, bro. They were just regular ass girls, bro. They were like 15, bro. Bro, literally, a draft. The cheetah girls, the cheetah wasn't girls. Wasn't one of the chicks a draft. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, the cheetah girls were literally three LW plus Ruben Simone. That was literally what the cheetah girls was, bro. Yeah, but they removed uh, the original third girl from uh, three LW. Like, she didn't matter because she Bale wasn't in the movie though. She wasn't in the movie though. Like I said, it, she, it, she didn't matter because Adrian Bale and the other one was there. Bro, they removed Listen, the dark skinned girl, bro. She mattered. Bro, That's fucked had, up, bro. They had the one that said. Promises, promises. I didn't watch the Wiz, but y'all watched Cheetah Girls, and that's yeah, I watched Cheetah Girls. I saw every single Cheetah Girls, you nigga. You literally was the one that brought up Cheetah Girls, nigga. I said it was on in my house. I had a family, nigga. 
You you just say you like Cheetah Girls, bro. Cheetah Girls slap, bro. Come on. Listen, there were only two Cheetah Girls movies. They're not long. Go watch. Oh, it was three. There was three. It was three. Bro, come on, man. I didn't know that. Bro, Cheetah Girls slapped. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Next you gonna shit on. Next you gonna shit on Xenon, nigga. I'll bring it on. He about to shit on Xenon next, nigga. Get out of here, bro. Wow, girl of the next century. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. Feel of the future, nigga. Get out of here, bro. Nah, Feel of the future was fucking lit. I loved Feel of the future, dog. Nigga, like, even Stevens, where he played a, a, a autistic kid, bro. Come on, bro. That shit nah, slapped, even, bro. Even Stevens was even, like, the, even Stevens' movie was fucking hilarious, nigga. I, I, remember, I don't know what none of this shit is. Lizzie McGuire, bro. Come, Yugi, come on, bro. You know, you know who Lizzie McGuire is. You you older than us. You watch this shit, bro. I was in them streets, bro. I'm sorry. You were eight in the streets, my nigga? Get out of here, bro. Nah, I'm fucking around. I didn't watch a lot of TV, bro. I knew a lot of fucking Nickelodeon shit more than I knew Disney shit like Rugrats. So Nickelodeon was the best cartoons you could get, but Disney was the best live action shit you, you could get, bro. It was the best I can get. I'm just saying that's what I knew in terms of that. No, no, no. I'm saying, saying I'm saying in general. In general. In general. In general. Nickelodeon like Disney killed it. Person. Disney ah! killed it with a uh, live action shit. Nobody did live action like Disney. Yeah, yeah, nobody did. But if you're talking about cartoons, Cartoon Network got the fucking blah, 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 from the nigga for the sniper nigga. Jimmy Neutron. Hold on, Jimmy Neutron, Timmy Turner, motherfucking Ah, Real Monsters, SpongeBob. Get, bro, nothing, okay. nothing. Cartoon Network was putting out was beating that. Samurai Jack. No. All forms of anime at the time. Dragon Ball Z, One Piece. Anime? I said cartoons. I said cartoons. All right, so Japanese cartoons. Cool. Nice. Anyways, on top of that, they had the Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, which is hilarious. Ed and Eddie. They had Ed and Eddie. Ed and Eddie, you got that. You got courage. Billy and Mandy. Okay. the fucking hammer, bro. I got something for you. I got something for you. I got something for you. I got the motherfucking stick right now. Invader Zim, nigga. Invader Zim is a good one. Invader Zim is a good one. But guess what I got? Rocket power, nigga. Rocket power. I got Afro Samurai and the Boondocks. You who the fuck watched Afro Samurai, bro? Also, these are not cartoons. These are adult cartoons, bro. Like, what, what are you doing? It was called Adult Swim, nigga. What? No, 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 no! You can't compare Adult Swim to Nickelodeon, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Nigga, that shit. Adult Swim came out at like nine o'clock. That shit should have been all that time. Nigga, we was sleep. What you talking about? Niggas had to do homework and go to sleep. But no, I wasn't sleep. But I told my mom I was. night shift his whole life, bro. That's what it seemed like, bro. Bro, I had to have my homework done. By seven o'clock, I had to eat my dinner by eight o'clock, and I had to be in the bed washed up by nine. Come on, bro. Unless it was a wrestling night, my mom used to let me stay up till eleven to watch wrestling. I ain't gonna lie, that was dead. That's dead. Bro, my dad, I remember this so vividly because this is really the reason that I got into wrestling. Every Thursday, Thursday night SmackDown, nigga. UPN. On UPN, bro. My dad would buy me and both of my brothers a a cookies and cream bar, and we would just stay up and watch and watch. uh, wrestling every Thursday. I know you yeah, niggas was bro. elbow dropping each other, bro. Bro, we would hit each other over the back with the hamper like a chair, nigga. Jesus. Our cousins used to come over, nigga, Royal Rumble on the biggest bed in the room, nigga. It was oh like crazy. Who was wild? Yeah, bro. bro. 
Man, I used to love wrestling when I was a kid, bro. I was like the biggest kid on the block, too. So I used to pretend I was Brock Lesnar and just yoinking niggas around, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. By eighth grade, I was the largest body in the school. <laughs> bro, teacher, faculty. I was everybody. a I was, I was a third grader, bro. I was like five two when I was like a third grader, okay, man. Like nobody was my height, bro. I was just. <laughs> Actually, how tall are you, Yugi? Me, I'm six one. I ain't have my growth spurt till Nigga, I was you... like a freshman, bro. Nigga, you average. You, you my height. You my height, my nigga. Like I'm saying, I ain't have my. Y'all saying y'all were big. Oh. I was a little dude for the longest. When did your growth spurt happen? That's fine, bro. Like freshman year, bro. But that's literally oh, wow. fine. One of my man's I literally was... grew like a foot and a half over a summer. Bro, one of my. <laughs> it's not. I, I believe it. That's got to be weird. Mans, his one of my man's I went to, to middle school and then into high school with. I was always way taller than him, bro. Like by the time we went into from middle school to high school. He was like probably like five five, five six. I was already like five eleven, six foot, bro. By the time tenth grade reached, bro, he was five eleven. I was six one. Nigga, by the time eleventh grade passed, he was six. He's like six four now, and I'm like six. I'm like six two and a half, six three. So he in three years wow. he went from like five six to being taller than me, bro. I had wow. this little buddy. We were like short buddies. His name's John, but he like. Short there. buddies. My homie, but he stayed short, but he's like <laughs> short, short, like he five two, bro. <laughs> he like five, I, he I give him like five three. Oh, he had, oh, he, oh bro, he five two. You just wanted to be nice. That's crazy, <laughs> bro. Oh, Nigga, nigga said cool. five two and a half. Nigga gave him the extra inch for the hair flip. That's, That's how I knew it was over a summer, bro, because I seen him next year, just like uh, Eric said, and I was like a giant compared to this nigga, bro. Wow. Bro, it happened so quickly. So, and nigga, Paul George grew while he was in the league. So, like, he literally grew from the ages of 24 to 27, like, three inches. Mm-hmm. So, like, you never know. Like, science is, like, sure, they have a, a good indication, but niggas could be special, like, special occasions and shit, like, like Paul George or my man's or my son, you like, it could happen. But. Man, all right, so we got to get into the Super Bowl halftime show, bro, because that... I was at work, personally, so y'all gonna have to... Uh, yeah, yeah. well, I, I, I seen some clips, but nothing too crazy. So, yeah, important. for the most part, it was great. For the most part, outside of 50 Cent and Mary J. Blige being out of breath after performing for 20 seconds, that was crazy, bro. Man, Mary J. Blige, man. Mary J. Mary Blige like had 90, still doing it, bro. yeah, but she didn't have to do what she did, right? So, she decided to dance and perform while she was singing. When she's Mary J. Blige, she don't got to do that. shit but when she was dancing and moving, it was lip sync. But when she stood still and caught her breath, it was her breathing heavy on the mic performing. And then she would go back into dancing and it would be lip syncing again. She didn't have to do that. Yeah, no, I get that. But all she had to do was stand there with a mic. Right. If she can keep the tones right, it's a good performance. But she kind of. The lip sync was bad, though. She was tired after dancing, bro. I feel you. But yeah, it was it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Nigga, 50 Cent was like, bro, I ain't performed in 30 nigga, years, bro. 50 was out of breath, bro. Nah, my nigga, 50 is like, I'm tired from holding on to this goddamn pole up here. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, I wasn't even really upside down in the video, nigga. That was camera tricks. What are y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, my nigga, was he really 50. upside down? 
Yes. He was dangling. Bro. He was doing in the club. He was doing in the club shit, bro. Like Spider Man, nigga. <laughs> yeah. That shit was funny. As hell. Yeah, but must that be like you look? It was awkward. Cause, cause they were girls dancing around him. They were dancing yeah. around him while he's upside down. So he's like, you know, like trying to perform and shit upside down while everybody and he's just <sighs> like, he's bro, clearly out of breath, bro. You know yeah. what it is? Also, nigga, if you if you upside down, nigga, you gotta clench your core. That should take all your breath. Yeah, that's just some work. He's up like there, fifty, man. bro. That's yeah. crazy. That's sad, yeah. bro. I wonder how long they had my nigga dangling. They probably had him dangling from the start of the show, or you think they had like a cue, like get up there? Nah, nah. Of course they had a cue, nigga. They I think he was probably not. like the, holding on to another goal, bar. Yeah. He was probably holding on to another bar, and but when they say go, and he just let go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just let go and then started being hanging upside but my nigga down. Probably let go and got a mean head rush and was like. Nigga forgot the words. <laughs> Find me at the bar. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beat a nigga with a club. Something. Kendrick <laughs> killed his shit. Anderson Pac looked like he was having a ball up there. Yeah, Eminem performed. Had Anderson Pac on the fucking uh, on the drums, which was cool. Um, Eminem before the show, he almost didn't perform because the NFL told him, "We know you like black people. Do not take a knee." And guess what Eminem did? He took a fucking knee. A long, long one, bro. They told, they, they told Dr. Dre, do not say you still don't like the police. Guess what he did? So fuck the police? I like that. All that shit yeah. at the Super Bowl. Do all that shit. They told all 50 Cent, show up in shape. You know what he did? <laughs> that, was just, that was just a low ball. That was just really like, that was low hanging fruit. <sighs> Shit, like uh, hanging upside down. <laughs> the Super Bowl was actually good, bro. I enjoyed the game. Like the comeback for the Rams was madness, bro. They lost their quarterback at one point. They lost OBJ. They came back and still won that shit, bro. Like that was a that was a great show. I enjoyed that. The whole they were thing. Destined to win, though, bro. They were at home. They're the Rams. Mm-hmm. They're like the first, not first, but they're like an NFL super team. They're doing what the mm-hmm. NBA is doing and shit. All the fucking good people going in one direction. I don't like it for real. Not but only that, but it's also didn't they just recently move? So it's another thing. Like so, it's like they moved a few like, years ago. It's been some yeah, years. Yeah, they just, either, got, they just got the stadium. Yeah. So new stadium. Yeah. 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 So it's it's a thing where like. You kind of it's bittersweet for anybody who was like a uh an original rams fan like after they moved so it's like yeah your team got it but like at the same time they got it for another city it's them cool. niggas said have you seen the murder rate we leave in st louis right now <laughs> peace <laughs> they fucking bounced bro <laughs> to that respect it's kind of the thing where it's almost like a trend in sports nowadays because if you look at something like hockey where the las vegas knights came into play first year won the stanley cup so it's kind of like the same uh, the la rams the new la rams come to the new stadium they win the super bowl like nigga, what happens if the seattle supersonics come back like what's gonna happen like nah it's too much weed out there exactly that's the point on, niggas bro. ain't playing no ball all that weed bro Nigga, you just gotta get all the potheads from the NBA, bro. You gotta get J.R. Smith. You gotta get Patrick Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> now we were talking about the about Kendrick's performance, but like, 
Kendrick is retired, bro. He's not dropping. He was supposed to drop at midnight the night before the Super Bowl. He didn't do that. He's done, bro. It's over. He's he gonna drop what he wants. I don't. I don't. I don't count. Why y'all niggas get this nigga so many passes, bro? Because he's nice. And he can do that, nigga. Lots of people are nice. Bro. I think lots of people July, are nice. I say before July. I was trying to think of a good month. July, yeah. bro. He said he was July dropping in 2021, bro. Bro, before July, we're gonna have a Kendrick out. Unless okay. the uh, country shuts back down again, they were not getting shit. So when he drops in October, what you gonna say? Yeah, he, I was wrong. And he dropped still. He, bro, he could drop in 2024. He's still gonna drop. He's gonna drop another Baby King feature in October. Does he have to drop if his fucking album's still like top 50? Bro, look at Travis Scott. Which album? Damn. Travis, shit, which, exactly, which album? Of, like all of his shit, I think. Damn, bro. Damn was just. I know Damn for sure. I didn't like Damn. I liked I liked To Pimp a Butterfly. And. Damn was fire. I didn't think Dan was fire, bro. Dan was fire, bro. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! From from top to bottom, I didn't feel like there was enough songs where I was like, "Okay, this nigga is in his fucking bag." Like to pimp a butterfly, I felt that way. Fucking section eighty, I felt that way. Uh, Good kid, Mad City, felt that way. When he dropped Damn, I was like, this is some fucking mid, bro. I really felt that way, and then I really got tired of hearing fucking DNA all the time too. So that was like that was his that was like the best song on the album, and I just got tired of hearing that shit. I was like, damn, bro. I like, don't know if that, I don't even know if DNA was the best song on the album. DNA was not the best song on the album. Bro. Okay, well, in my opinion, when I listened to the album from top to bottom, I really didn't think he brought it like he did before. That felt like a decline to, uh, in Kendrick to me. Why? Lyric like that, like lyrically or sonically or what? Beats, creativity, none of that. It's kind of like all of it. Like the you get what package? I mean? Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna say like studio quality dropped. I'm not gonna say like oh he wasn't as lyrical. The songs didn't have like the impact that they normally do to me. You know, they just didn't. They didn't have the catchiness that you. Were they hit for. different. You know, like if that like they and not in a good way. If I was looking for a way to explain it. Would it be like the songs were just songs? They were kind of, a lot of, I felt like a lot of them, a lot of them were filler. That's what I felt. A lot were filler. You know, my only issue with that is, is that you say that, but in the same vein, you, you bigged up some of the Drake albums that just like were not good. I didn't disagree that y'all said that he, it, no, no, a lot no, of that no, shit was a playlist or that it was filler. No, no, like, I agree. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that uh, it's like a, like you said this, but in the same vein, like. What I'm saying is, is that it's just an interesting perspective that me and Yugi have, like, we hold them in a high regard, but you don't, and that it's the opposite when it comes to, like, some of the Drake albums recently. Don't we hold Kendrick to a higher standard? Can we agree on that? I I hold Kendrick to a higher standard when it comes to pure bars. So what, what it is for me when I listen to Kendrick is that when he gets playful in his raps, and he does shit like that. He's allowed to because when he does snap back into the bar mode, he's a different animal. So it's like he can do shit like, like uh, shit with the voices. Like, what's this one track that he did to switch the beat up three times on "Damn"? The song that he was talking about, um, his dad and the shit that when he got robbed. Duckworth. Duckworth. On Duckworth, he went. He had the voices. He but he also had the bars, and that that Duckworth is fucking crazy. So it's like, it it's like. 
when we listen to somebody like Drake, Drake is less known to take those out of personality chances in his songs. So it's like, yeah, you can hold Kendrick in a higher regard when it comes to pure bars, like how he raps. But when it comes to like how he would, like how he articulates a song, he doesn't have this uh, pop culture slash monetized filter on it. So he or he, so he he always has this vision of like making it accessible for everybody. Kendrick doesn't really care about that. So that's that's why I say like he's held in a higher regard in terms of lyricism, but he doesn't have a higher expectation overall in general when it comes to like um, the likeness of his music. If that makes any sense, I hold him in a higher regard. But the reason I was asking the questions <clears throat> is because I'm like a big Kendrick fan, but I do hold Damn as like one of his lower albums. But with that said, even with it being one of his lower albums, way better than anything anybody else put out. Like, Not that year. <laughs> Not that year. What? Yeah. What? Let me I see. Hold up. Back at what came out that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me do. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 2017, bro. It was a pretty yeah. good year. Yeah. So, bro, uh, Flower Boy, More Life, No, Four Four Four. More Life was up there. More life was great, it, but more life is more life is not better than damn fucking culture. I disagree. No, not than, I actually disagree with that. I would. I, that's debatable. I wouldn't say complete disagree, but more life is the last. Like, well, I wouldn't say the last. It's probably like the second to last Drake album that I thought was hard. I completely, hard. I completely disagree. Flower I thought Boy the life is, of Pablo was pretty good. I'm not saying Flower any of these Boy are better than Kendrick's. By the way, damn. life of Pablo was not that good. Culture's not better than damn. Layla's Culture's wisdom not. is better than damn. American Rhapsody. Oh, I've never heard of it. That album, that's like one of her best albums. That album's crazy. You should no, I do. It. I have heard of Rhapsody. She's nice. Yeah. Uh, All American Badass, not better than damn. Jid, I love All American Badass. That was a good album. Jid, no. Big Crit, no. <clears throat> Two Change, Trap with the Pink album, no. That was a close one. No Dope Ooh, Big Sean dropped out Decided. That was pretty no. good. Hendrix, I decided, Spot but it's not, it was not better than damn, but it was good. No, I'm Hendrix. not saying any of these are better than damn. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hendrix by Future. Oh! Hendrix slapped! Personally, I'm a a Future fan. Hendrix went fucking stupid. It was better than self-type of I I can agree with that. That album's crazy. Hurricane Chris dropped in 2017? What? My nigga. That nigga went to jail right after. Nobody cares. Yeah, there's there's nothing else for real to look at. Also, Future. Yeah, he did drop two albums that year. Yeah, he dropped Future and Hendrix. Future and Mm -hmm. Hendrix, yeah. And I fuck with both of them. The Future album had Mask Off. And then after that, it's a bunch of Brockhampton and indie shit, so I'm not even going to look. But uh, yeah, a lot of those were either, you know what I mean? It's debatable as fuck. Yeah, I put more life over that one. Exception of Hendrix. I will say Hendrix is a better album. Hendrix, Hendrix and more life. Not more yeah. life. I can't say more life is better than more life slap. I, I bro. say I would say that that's super debatable. I would say it's extremely debatable. Man. Wow, bro. Bro, that bro, summer of twenty seventeen playing more life. Oh my god, bro. bro Come more on, life bro. It was fucking crazy, bro. It was more it was crazy. Bro, passion fruit? Passion fruit, bro. Come on, bro. You love passion fruit. I know you do, Yugi. We talked I about don't. this. You don't? You're capping right now. You're ca- yes, we did, bro. Me and you, you literally. Like me and you. I me and you literally. Exactly what tracks I like from this album, bro. Okay, bro. Go ahead. 
yikes, and it's not many. I like uh, I like Free Smoke. The first one. Yeah, I like. <laughs> it was Blim we talked about, bro. <laughs> Uh, how about this? Just I don't like Blim. Uh, I like Blim. I like Sacrifice is Fire. You don't like Passion Fruit, my nigga? Like, that's the song on the album, bro. I Come love, on, bro. Do Not Disturb. That's okay. a good one. I love it. Like, that's my shit. But I don't think I see any more up here. Nah, Can't Have Everything. That's my shit, too. Can't Have Everything was the song that we talked about. It was. It was. Cause can't have everything. Can't have everything is mad underrated. He just spit. He was just spitting, he just bro. Went crazy on that shit. Yeah. I love, bro. No long talk. Fucking Madiba rhythm, bro. Oh, Madiba rhythm. Come on, bro. That Get it together, good. bro. Come, come on, bro. This album is so good, bro. Twenty two is like what eight? Out of twenty two is probably like fourteen. 15. No, no, we did not. Bro, Portland? Portland? No. Portland, bro? Portland is another one. I'm not even looking at the track listing, but everything y'all name is so far. Look, bro, let me bro, know. Bro, the album, right Yugi, now. come on. The album was fire, bro. The, the album was fire, bro. Uh, and I think it was better than Damn. I was actually Damn disappointed. 14 tracks. First of all, 4422 was Skepta. Yeah. Come on, bro. Stop it. All right. Then we have um, Nothing's Into Somethings. That was a little love song. Morning I like love. that. Fake love was popping. Teenage fever. Come Teenage on, fever, dude. bro. Do yourself a favor and go to bed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I smelt. Bro. What was the future song on there? What was the future song on there? There was a future song, nigga. That shit. Ooh. Come on, bro. That album was hard, bro. You fucking, bro. How dare you? You fucking. How dare you? How dare you, my nigga? Damn, it's better than that album, bro. Uh, All right. Hard discipline. We can just say okay. I mean, no, I'm I'm glad that you. I I don't think that you're being biased because you did at least say that like Dan was one of his lowest albums to you, and I agree with that. Was way lower tier compared to. And I'm not shitting on Dan. I don't think it was a bad album. Also, when I say disagree, I only mean I disagree with the fact that it's like a complete like a better album. I say it's extremely debatable because I I would say they're like on par with each other. More like, life, like, if anything, is probably a little bit better. I like the I fact that it was all cool. You could listen to it forward and backwards and get two different stories and shit like that. And I like the fact that he concentrated on song structure. But it's like, in Good Kid, Mad City, you got shit like fucking, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You just can have way more moments, way more fun. You know what I mean? It's just a better album in general. Fucking yeah. Pimp a Butterfly had more meaning. Better album in general. You know what I mean? It just I hated to Pimp a Butterfly the first time I heard it. And then I played it and played it and played it. And I was like, oh my God, this is genius. It took me a while. It took but me I loved a it. while. And I was like, yo, this album is fucking bananas. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was just different. I think that's what it was. It wasn't bad. I just thought, yo, what the fuck is this, Kendrick? Like, what are you doing? But it took me a little minute and I was like, yo, this is his, this is the best album he's ever released. It's because after Good Kid, Mad City, you, you wanted some more gangster shit. Yeah, exactly, I nigga. Want some more gang stories. I want to hear some Compton shit, bro. Malcolm Luther Kendrick. Exactly. Exactly. Nigga said, uh, fucking, uh, Malcolm X into a fucking. Lord, uh, Farrakhan and this bitch. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll see Jay-Elect Yamaka got a, uh, a Farrakhan tattoo over his eye. Over his eye? Over his eye, bro. First of all, I wouldn't tattoo Farrakhan anywhere in my body. Uh, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of oh, all, I know, I know, I know Farrakhan. 
And I still wouldn't do that shit, nigga. Like, what the fuck? I don't think you would rock with that, fuck? I don't think they rock with that. That's what I was thinking. It's like... Farrakhan wouldn't accept that. That's weird. That's weird as fuck, bro. That's weird as fuck. Like, right here, right over his eye. Farrakhan. My dad was security for Farrakhan, my nigga. If I showed up with Farrakhan on my face, my dad... My dad would smack the dog shit out of me, bro. <laughs> Federation of... Yeah, my dad was uh, NOI. Yeah, that nigga just scary, bro. I ain't coming to your house ever. Bro, no, 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 no. Look, when my dad <laughs> when my dad did security for Farrakhan, bro, I met all the leaders. Farrakhan was like... I, he called me like cousin or some shit. So, like, that's how you look at the leaders. You don't look at them as like, oh, yes, sir. You like, you know, it's cool shit. But, like... Being in a mosque, bro, and being there with like the nation of fucking Islam, that shit is intense, man. That was intense. It was weird growing up like that because my dad was like military trained by them. So like my dad was a hard ass as a result, bro. It's crazy. It was it was some crazy times, man. Thank you. We'll have to get into that another time in the podcast. I'm tired of these Joe Rogan coons, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's on his dick. I don't know, but like, here's the thing: were y'all surprised by a single one of them, though? The ones that did come out with the coonery, no. Nothing surprised by one. Which one? I mean, then again, which one? Who was it? Licking out of a dog's mouth, so I can't. You know what I mean? Oh, is he? Oh man, no, I wasn't surprised by that at all. You know why I wasn't surprised about it, but. I've been I've been saying it for a hot minute because everybody like to point the finger at John and I'm like Izzy's not that much better honestly, but uh, yeah Izzy that was that was a major disappointment because going into a fight with Robert Whitaker and everybody is on your side everybody was on his, like no like even the crazy Robert Whitaker fans knew Rob wasn't gonna win that fight. They might think that he won the fight after the fact, but they knew he wasn't going to win the fight. I truly don't understand how anybody thinks he wins that fight, but carry on. I don't, I don't either. Um, he only won two rounds, but anyway. Yeah. Um, Izzy coming out and having that stance was one thing, but the way he went about it was another, and that was horrible to go, Joe Rogan's all right. I'm black. I could, I could. First of all, he wasn't asked. It wasn't his question. He spoke over Dana White. Second of all, you don't speak for the whole black community. Third of all, to say Joe Rogan is my nigga to end it that way when he got in trouble for saying nigga so much, bro. That was just weird. That was the weird. But Izzy's a weird dude. He's a, he's a you weird. Gotta dude. separate it, bro. He, Joe Rogan was not saying nigga. True. True. But still, to end it with he's on. my. But he. But he. But when he said my, like he put an emphasis on my nigga. Right, so he's basically saying he would let Joe Rogan say that shit. That's what that's what I got from that. At least maybe that's extreme, but that's kind of what I got yeah, from. Yeah, that. I would say that's a little bit of a reach, but I would I do I I just don't I was uncomfortable with the whole thing. Like first of all, Joe Rogan saying nigga with a hard R was just like I mean I think I, I didn't watch his shit like re- religiously, but whenever I did tune in, I never heard that shit, and. um when I seen that, I was fucking shocked. Honestly, I was genuinely shocked. But, um, because I didn't see it coming from somebody like Joe Rogan. But then to watch people like Terrence McKinney, I seen that happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, but to see somebody like, uh, 
Oh, Adin Thomas was another one. I've seen that happening. I saw that he's coming. Always, he's always been one. That motherfucker. But, um... <laughs> yeah. You know who I'm surprised didn't speak up? I'm actually surprised DC didn't speak up. I was waiting on that one, boy. You know what the problem is with that? Is that DC is in such a political position that even if he wanted to defend Joe Rogan, which he probably does, I wouldn't be surprised if he does, um, even if he did want to defend Joe Rogan on the fact, his words would be dissected so fucking heavily and, and so heavily criticized that like it would automatically put him in a in a position of of vulnerability and what i mean yeah and what i mean by that is like his he'd be under a fucking magnifying glass after that when it comes to anything racial it doesn't matter how anybody tries to dissect it bro and everybody tries to dissect it the same they say oh you're taking it out of context and they they always talk about context but it's like what's the context between coaxing another white man to say nigger Right. Or what's the context between you saying you walked in the, into a place and it was planted of the fucking apes? Like, I'm not like I ain't even I don't y'all know me. I don't truly give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't watch Joe Rogan like that. So it don't bother me too much. Like, fuck. But it's it's still like, how is that? out of? Where's the context in it? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's really no context. And you walking in somewhere and be like, yo, it's planted of the apes. That's you know, what I mean, I could flip it and say some shit, but I, I'm not going to do that because it's not me. But it's just like if if. Somebody else, if you were to flip it and put it in an opposite situation, it'd be looked at all kinds of fucking weird ways. Everybody would cancel them. Fucking, you wouldn't be able to make any money. The internet would be dragging you all over the place. It's just, it's, you know. Yeah. I think in general, celebrities are wilding right now. I don't know what the pandemic did to celebrities, bro, but everybody got real fucking bold. Like, there's, like, Nelly get post acts accidentally posting himself getting top on instagram bro but he's not the only celebrity that's literally done that exact same thing it in the is, in the past bro. month it's just mad dicks on the timeline bro it's just it's just mad celebrity wieners just everywhere dog it's i don't ridiculous. get it bro yeah, it's a weird time the isaiah rashad shit which is i kind of feel bad for him um, i feel bad for him because yeah, he's rotten, bro. because of his mental health it's already not great so to like to do that to somebody that already thinks about suicide and and all that's fucked bro that's fucked up i have a weird question i'm not gonna go anywhere with it but i just want y'all thoughts who do y'all not like who do y'all think did it but do you think if do you think it was a male or a female that leaked it yep it was oh probably a male it's gotta be probably a male gotta be gotta be because the thing is is that with with shit like that it's like They're probably looking for some sort of blackmail or defamation or something. When and when do niggas ever leak shit though? I, I hold niggas on. leak shit on women all the time. Let's not talk Nigga. about losers. Let's not talk about losers. All right, so we so we talking about so we're not gonna talk about D'Angelo. We're talking about like regular good people the leaking is, shit. Like he said, D'Angelo Russell though. That nigga's a loser. That was that was a big loser energy right there. Like yeah, I mean yeah. The point is, is that, bro, you can't, you can't say one niggas do that and then put a I mean, face I was there. Nigga, loser about. niggas, loser niggas do shit like that, bro. L- loser niggas do shit like that. The outs. That's somebody, the point, bro. That's like, like nigga, There's loser niggas out there. There's there's women do shit like that, bro. The out somebody who public to who publicly <clears throat> talks about his depression and struggles with with stuff like that. All hundred percent, hundred percent. That's fucked niggas, up. Niggas, niggas yeah. live for shit like that on the internet, bro. 
Yeah, that wasn't okay. I actually feel bad for... I don't know if, like, anybody has checked on him or, like... I know he hasn't been on social media. Yeah. He was silent before that. So, like, I went back and looked at his social media to see if he said anything. He's been silent for, like, a couple months. So, I'm wondering if somebody's been hanging this over his head or not. Oh, probably. Ooh. You never... That's what I'm saying, bro. Niggas do shit like that. Try to get bread out of him. He was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not even going to dress it. Boom. They dropped it. Thinking he they yeah. were playing or he didn't have it. Awesome shit. And this is me string theorizing. Like, you never know, bro. People out here malicious, bro. Rotten, bro. That's. Yeah. It's it's sick shit. It's an, and it's it's really sad. Like, personally, I, I know Isaiah Rashad is a really good rapper. I do not care about what niggas do on their off time. That's not my business. I never did. Um. So to put his shit out there in public like that, like just to like make him look bad, especially in the game of hip hop where shit like that is scrutinized so heavily and that we have very few, just like Lil Nas X is probably like one of the very few people that are openly gay and are accepted for the shit like that. We calling him hip hop? Bro. Yes, he's part of the culture in some way or form or fashion at the end of the day. Bro, he could do whatever he wants. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, so moving on from that, some wild shit is going on in the world of pro wrestling, bro. That it is, brother. That it is. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead. I'll let you start. Cody Rhodes, mm. who is the EVP of AEW, Ex- is um, still the EVP yeah. of AEW, mm-hmm. but he's leaving AEW as a talent and joining WWE. Well, that's the that's the major rumor that they're basically it's basically confirmed. It's pretty that, much uh, confirmed. He's gonna, that, he's gonna come on board. Y'all know me. I'm not in the biggest wrestling. How in the fuck does that work? Nobody knows. This has never happened ever in the history of never. pro wrestling. This has never happened. Nobody knows what's going on. They say that that's either the case or oh my god, I think it, you know what just popped into my fucking head hmm. because a lot of people are convinced that this is some form of work. I don't think it's a work. I think it is uh, uh, maybe like a half work. It's like half work, half shoe. That's what I think it is. And I think that in the next three to four years, the biggest forbidden door is going to open. And I think it's going to be AEW and WWE working together at one point or another. Three to four years? I think it's coming soon. I think it would be in a year or two if Cody's going to WWE. (laughs) I think it would be sooner. Bro, you know Vince is a hard ass. It's going to take some convincing. It's going to take some fucking stats to show that he's going to need to partner with AEW to keep WWE afloat in this time. Bro, did you see WrestleMania selling tickets two for one, bro? Bro, they are selling them. Bro, they're selling them like fucking dog treats, dog. It's so bad. Like, they're giving them away. It's bad, bro. bro, WrestleMania, bro. Hold on. It's so bad. That they're holding WrestleMania in Texas, and they're trying to get Stone Cold Steve Austin to come back out of retirement, the ring just to sell more tickets for WrestleMania. Well, um, how's AEW ticket sales doing in comparison? Great. Wow. <laughs> Selling out buildings. And they have a way. They have a different formula. They only hold four pay per views a year. Which makes them extremely special, and they hold big time matches during TV. So that means you have to tune in. So that means you can't miss shit. 
Like that ladder match we saw, that was pay-per-view quality, bro. That was pay-per-view quality. And that shit was on free TV and it opened the show, bro. We had Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega open the show at a, what was a 30-minute time limit? And that was my match of the year for 2021. On a regular random fucking episode of Dynamite, bro. Crazy. And then you got you got Hook on Rampage. Hook is selling tickets on Rampage. Like, come on, Hook man. Going crazy on Rampage. They're building him beautifully, bro. Oh my God. Like AEW's killing it. I'm so yeah. proud of them. I really They're am. Doing so well. I don't want WWE to die, but I've always wanted them to come this fucking close to death to realize that you can't do what you've been doing for as long as you've been doing it. The only reason y'all got away with a lot of the shit that you do is because there was no competition. TNA uh-huh. tried that shit. TNA was so great, but it was too indie. And that was mm-hmm. the problem. They tried to put indie shit on TV, but AEW ha- has the perfect mixture of indie shit and television shit, and they blended it to make 100%. it this delicious product, bro. It is what I consider... The best form of pro wrestling I have seen in my life. Yep. And I and I say that with a hundred percent confidence because I look back at all the wrestling I watched as a child, and yeah, it, it, I I hold a lot of like uh, nostalgia for that. But a lot of that shit was goofy looking back at it as as an adult, and watching this form of wrestling as a, like a fully cognitive adult, this is the best pro wrestling in the world. Easily, in my opinion. It's so fucking good. Storylines, wrestlers, performance, build-up. Everything is great. Everything is great. I saw a tweet that said it had like 20 names. And it was like, fucking imagine having this roster, bro. It was great. They got Brian Danielson, CM Punk, fucking Miro. They got MJF. Bro, the roster is on. It's like like you're playing GM mode, bro. It really is. Broke, bro. The ro- Man. And the best part about the roster is that on top of having Rampage and having Dynamite, a lot of these people are still being built up in dark. A lot of these really good wrestlers are still coming through. And sometimes you even you even see a main roster guy pop up in dark for some reason. Yugi, I know you don't know what dark is. Sh- All right, so I'll, I'll explain dark to you. So dark is so dark comes from the derivative of dark matches. Dark matches are essentially matches that don't happen on TV. So what AEW does is, on Tuesdays, they film their dark matches. And they put the entire filming of the dark match on YouTube for you to watch. Okay. So They turn it into a show. They literally turned it into a show that's YouTube exclusive, which is fucking genius. So WWE has done this before. Crazy for that shit. Yes, it is. Nigga, yeah, it's free wrestling. It's a whole wrestling program on YouTube for free. Yeah, WWE did this before. The new age way of wrestling, man. Genius. Genius, bro. Yeah. Vince McMahon got a chokehold on that fucking company. He's going to kill it. Yeah, when CM Punk said this company will be better when Vince dies. He's not wrong. And I don't want to look at it like that because at the end of the day, Vince McMahon gave me a lot of, like, my childhood memories. And, um, you know, I don't wish any ill will on him as a person. But when it comes to him running the wrestling business, he has to give it up. He just has to. I agree. Um, yeah. WWE is... WWE is hurting right now, bro. You gotta ask, Stone Cold Steve Austin hasn't wrestled since 2003 when he wrestled The Rock at WrestleMania 19, bro. That's yep. 18 years. 
No, I'm sorry. Home, 19, 19 years. 19 years. He's at home drinking champagne and white claws and shit. Bro, my that, guy's making that. dumb money. Dumb he's money. Last, last August, he installed a wrestling ring in his ranch. Oh, he's been training. Fuck. Last August, he's been training for a while. God damn it. They want him to come back and wrestle uh, Kevin Owens. Nigga, Stunner versus Stunner. They want him to be a Goldberg. They want him to be a, a guy that wrestles six times a year. That's what they want out of him. Again. Stone Cold... I don't know if you know this, Yugi, but he left because of his injuries, right? Yeah, yeah. Stone Cold, right. He got dropped on his head by Owen Hart in like 96, 97, yeah. Fucked his neck up. Uh, He couldn't work the same rate, which is crazy because at the height of his fucking career, he was fucked up. Like when he was fucking hitting Mike Tyson and, and stuttering Shawn Michaels, he was fucked up. The Rock feud, like all the, that that whole chunk, that five years where he just ran shit, he was he was like this, bro. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was fucked up. Knee, yeah, that, everything, bro. both knees, yeah. everything yeah, was, was fucked up. So by not the time, no, no, no point. Not to mention the stunner was causing a lot of pressure on his spine. It was jarring felt, his spine, bro. He fell ass first, which which caused a lot of impact on his spine, and his neck was fucked up. Years of that shit built up, and eventually he, the stunner started to hurt. Like it, it, he didn't like doing it because it fucking hurt his back. He has no feeling in his back right now. I don't know if y'all have ever seen those videos of him, like him telling people to hit him in the back with a steel chair, and he just like he'd be like, "Oh, you just adjusted my back." He doesn't. The nerves in his back are shot. So like you could stab him in the back literally, and he wouldn't know until he felt blood dripping. He literally wouldn't know. His nerves are shot in his back, bro. Stone Cold Steve Austin has been fucked. Bro, the night before, the night before he wrestled The Rock at WrestleMania 19, he blacked out in an elevator and almost died the night before the match, his last match. That he woke up in an elevator, people putting him on a gurney. He wakes up in the hospital. They're finding out all kinds of shit is wrong with him. His neck needs to be refused. All this other shit. It's cra- That was a crazy WrestleMania because the same shit happened to Brock and Kurt Angle. Like, almost the same shit. Like, the top yeah, three dudes or whatever. But, yeah. yes. And he retired in, like, a match where he didn't do shit, bro. I have to give The Rock all the credit for that match. He kept that shit together, bro. Because Stone Cold told him, but like, bro, we might have to call the match off. Like, I can't do shit. And The Rock handled that shit for him. But I say all this to say, if if in 2003 he was so fucked up from his injuries where he was, like, still semi-young, he was, like, in his, like, mid-30s or whatever, he's not about to do this shit in his 50s where the injuries are only probably worse because he got older. It's not going to be good. I don't know if y'all remember, but like 2012-ish, CM Punk was begging for a match with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He wanted that shit. He, that was like his dream match. He was like, I'll make it in pro I'll retire if I get a match with Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Everybody on the internet wanted that shit. And all I could think to myself was, no. What's wrong with y'all? That would be fucking horrible. Like, CM Punk could carry it, but it's not about to be a banger match by any fucking means, bro. It's the same shit with Undertaker and Sting. Everybody wanted that match. That match would have been mid, nigga. It really would have been. Yeah, bro. Even when they were young. Even when they were young. Undertaker and Sting would not have been that great of a match. Honestly. I You know what? I would have to agree with that just because both of them are not like they're very basic in their movements and just powerhouse movement. So it would have been just like a fucking a basic lockup tie up kind of match. 
with just like a, a couple spots of the old school, or maybe one jump out of the ring. Maybe depending on the year, he might have not jumped out of the ring. But um, stinger splash. So stinger splash. Like, it would have been just like the. It would have been boring. Reverse um, the fucking death drop into the tombstone. I already know all the spots the niggas would do, bro. It would. It would be okay. It would be an okay. But, it'd be mid. You know who? You know where it would have been better. If somehow we would take a time machine and put him in AEW and have the people over there coordinate the match, and have AEW style indie spots. Oh my that'd god, be a, that'd be a fucking match. Now yeah. that'd be a match. But that would be crazy. That's just um, yeah. Quick question. Let's 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 um. What are what are some of the dream matches that you were thinking of that happened a little too late? That actually happened, but we're too late. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't really have that many. I have a bunch that I wish happened and they just never did. But I don't have. I don't think I have any that happened where I was like, uh, I didn't need that shit. Yeah. No, I don't think I have those. The one match that I really wanted, and apparently it was supposed to happen. Uh, at that, at the next WrestleMania was Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero in an Iron Man match. Yeah. The WrestleMania, Nick, that would have been the greatest match of all time. Literally the greatest match of all time. You know, what's funny is that I remember I was watching maybe a couple days ago. Oh, my, Eddie. Oh, my bad. My fucking airplane is like mad low. That's crazy. Nigga, I thought your house was getting bombed. Nigga, I, <laughs> I was about to say 9-11 again, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jack. My bad. I thought it was you, Eric. That's why I said 9-11 I thought, again. I thought that, that shit look. was about to crack. Y'all ain't seen me looking like, what the? I was <laughs> like, yo, New York is going down. No. <laughs> yo, I know that dude about to get in trouble. He had to be below altitude, yo. That was nuts. <laughs> I ain't never heard one that loud. That shit was ridiculous. But no, yeah, I remember watching um, a couple days ago, like, some of Eddie's earliest matches. And I actually seen that before he became La Raza, he had a match with The Rock. And that was one of the very few times that he matched up with The Rock. So I'm thinking, like, after, like, if we had 2005 Eddie Guerrero wrestling The Rock, oh. Ugh. But which rock? <laughs> which rock, though? Yeah, that's. I mean, there's a lot of iterations of the rock, bro. Because personally, if we had Peak Eddie versus fucking Hollywood Rock, oh my god, bro. 2003. Yeah, so I'm saying 2003. He he had wrestled uh, uh Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I, so I it's actually like, have one. For this, I actually that have one. For yeah, remember I told you my homeboy's a big wrestling fan, right? Yeah. So he was telling me about how he used to travel around and like check out the shows and he used to like talk to people and they would tell him about stories about people going to the indie shows and shit like this. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's like, I don't know if there's footage. I, I've tried looking, I can't really find it, but apparently there's a match between New Jack and Undertaker floating out there. Fucking because they were like mad young and like doing like shows and oh yeah areas. from the territories yeah from the territories it's one of it's one of those but it's out there and i've been looking for that for a while interesting mm. yeah back oh, when he was mark calloway nigga it's interesting because undertaker undertaker is a blue lives matter ass nigga and new jack hated white people so that match probably fire bro <laughs> Man, that match was a shoot all the way nigga 
That's crazy. Undertaker probably came down to the ring with a noose and New Jack had a fork. And he was like, let's do it, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Get it in, nigga. That boy, let's that go. Menace, bro. That's, that, that was a crazy dude. Nigga, how yeah. did the tie-up Undertaker notice he was bleeding? He was like, what? <laughs> 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 New Jack just standing there. What, Nick? What? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> New Jack going OB off script, cutting the nigga and shit. <laughs> Man, hey, y'all had a bet, man. What happened with y'all bet? I paid that man, bro. I paid him before the fight even ended, bro. It's sending that shit right all over. Though. That was a yeah. busted mess, dog. Oldberg, yeah. I, you know what's the craziest shit is that Oldberg, I thought he was going to lose that fight. I just, took the bet just, <laughs> Me too. I just took the bet just to take it, honestly. But the thing is, is that the, this is a fourth time his name? I forgot his name already. Fabio Chiron. Chiron, that's it, yes. No, Fabio. Sure, sure. He was uh, one of the people that defended Joe Rogan. Oh, what? Okay, whatever, man. Fuck out of here, bro. Uh, anyways, um, so Fab, Mr. Fabio, <laughs> Mr. Fabio here, uh, turned into Tyron Woodley, uh, and uh, he basically was just backing up against the cage, throwing no strikes. He would throw a couple big one twos and rush forward, and that was his entire offense for three rounds. Man, with now, that said, fucking Albert looked like fucking hot doo doo too, bro. He did, hundred percent. He, I thought he was gonna get knocked out a couple times, and that's just, and that was every time Fabio Chiron touched him. Like all he had I, to do was throw one more punch. Yeah, but he did it, and that's one more time he would have caught. Nigga, that's on him, not my problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like at the end of the day, the nigga he wasn't aggressive enough. Like I do think he could have slapped him. Personally. Yeah, it was a fair one. That's why I sent but, you halfway in the, the round. I was like, what's this nigga fucking cash out, bro? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you did. You sent you didn't even you sent that in the second round, bro. You were yeah, like, it was nah. A rap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a rap, yo. <laughs> to be fair, I, I genuinely didn't even feel like I should, I deserve that money just because Fabio wasn't even fighting, bro. He was just fucking backing all the way up to the cage and just. I like, wasn't tripping like, on it. That was a fun little up. bet. You got that one. It's yeah, funny it's because bet. for that bet, the literal same thing happened in the fight that me and Yugi bet on. Yeah. Brian Battle was just picking them apart, and my guy, my guy was just standing there. I, I, I do understand that I picked battle, but like even like fucking uh, Eric said, I was expecting a lot more from other homies, though. Like a lot more. Like I was expecting yeah. Trey John Gore to fucking do a lot more, bro. He looked like somebody that came back off of injury and like real unsure of what he can do. I think he came back yeah. a little too early, bro. Take a break. Like ain't nobody rushing you. You know what I mean? No, Everybody but at the same at the same time, it's not only about taking a break. Sometimes niggas need to get in there and knock that rust off. And maybe, unfortunately, that was the match that he needed to knock the rust off. I mean, like every, everybody's different, but as somebody who's been in gyms and, and has done a couple of bullshit fights and shit, it's real easy. If you really want to knock your fucking dust off, go to another gym and just be like, hey, let's have a smoker real quick. I need to get the cobwebs loose. If you, That's not allowed in every gym, though. Bro, but with his name, somebody's going to be like, yeah, you just got to tell, tell the coaches to keep the fucking cameras out. You know what I mean? Whatever whatever you got to do, don't fucking knock the dust off in the, on the biggest stage is what I'm saying. Like, that's stupid. Uh, yeah, it's a, it, like I understand that that that's a, a solution, but not everybody is going to go out there and do that off of the fact that like 
you could go out there, do some stupid shit like that, get knocked out or maybe get injured, have a shiner, break a hand. You don't want to take it outside of camp to a place where even a nigga sees, I bet this is a UFC prospect. What if I go ahead and knock this nigga out, put it on my social media? Like, you got to think, bro, nigga, there's a lot of X factors when it comes to things like that. So yeah, it's like, right. it's like, yeah, it, it, I'm not saying that it couldn't work. But it, it wouldn't be the most efficient thing because of all the other things that can happen. You so, want to know who else, you want to know what else wasn't efficient? Derek Lewis. He was efficient. I disagree with that. I thought he was efficient. Um, you know, I, <clears throat> Derek I Lewis has like awesome, a damn. I felt bad for Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis has a mental thing, bro. I don't know what it is about being at home, but he he got a he blows it every time. You know what I think it is? I just think anytime he faces any form of adversity, he's just like, I'm here for the paycheck. I'm out of here, brother. Mm-hmm. And I, at the same, it's like, as a, as a hardcore fight fan, like, I kind of, I kind of get it. Like, but at the same he'll time, tell you that, like, though. I don't like see it. Yeah, he'll say, he'll say it out loud. Like, he, 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 he'll fight anybody if the, if the, if the bag is right. And that's understandable, but it's like, I ain't trying to see that on a big ass pay per view, bro. Like, I'm I not, feel, I'm I feel the same, but. I, I differ about it just a little bit because I understand how the contracts are structured. Yeah. Because you get more money every time you fight, right? So the more times you go out there and fight, you get more times you get money. If he's at this point right now, or let's say even a couple of fights ago, probably. But there's, you know what also, I mean? there's also caps how, depending on how old your contract is. Like look at look at Ngano. He got capped at six hundred K. I think this is why Dana White has show money, win money to avoid guys getting flat rates and just going, I can go out there and take this L. I'll be fine. People, I think, I don't know about Derek Lewis. I know there were a lot of people who were like long-time UFCers who are still on the old school Zuffa contract. It's like, it's, it was Overeem for one. I know him for a fact. He made way more money than even the fucking champs in one of the fights. It was crazy. But, Overeem uh, made 800K up until his retirement from UFC, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Flat, flat. Because he stayed on his Zuffa contract. The more you fight, the more you get. You know what I mean? It don't matter if you win or losing. It's just the more you fight, the more you get. That was the beginning of the Reebok contracts too. But it's just he probably started higher, and um, that, and he probably had a little extra, extra leeway. He was making eight hundred the whole way through from the from the Brock fight up until like even past the Reebok like. To the last fight he's had Which in the UFC, means he was smart and said no to that rebound yeah. deal. I, I'm keeping my Zuffa deal. Y'all can suck my dick. Like, yeah, I'll wear your gear, but nigga, I ain't signing your fucking contract. Yeah, yeah. I respect that. Um, smart. it was a great show though. Can we can we talk about of middleweights and that trash ass division that still have the old ass contract? <laughs> it's uh, there's a couple people floating around that that still have the old Zuffa contract, but they're like far and few, bro. It's like the real old schoolers. Mm. UFC 271 was a great show. Like, really top to bottom, early prelims, pre- didn't early matter. Prelims, really good, really, really <laughs> good fights. Lots of finishes. Fucking a lot of people coming up in the division. Douglas, uh, the sub of the Andrade. Bro, the God, that, bro. That oh, my God. From bro. the depths, bro. He came from the, he came from death's door and finished that motherfucker. That was a fantastic fight, and there yes. were a lot of other good comebacks in that in that night too. I and agree. Just off the top, I can't just rem- I can't name them all. That was fight of the night, bro. Fight of yeah, the night. Yeah, it was probably fight of the night. Um, but there were a lot of bangers on the early prelims. There were a lot of bangers on the prelims, and um, the main card deliver as well. 
like I think I thought the main card delivered. Like let's let's not even skip straight to Brunson Cannonier. Let's talk about the Alexander Hernandez fight. Too. I was gonna say anytime Alexander Hernandez gets bodied, it's a great card. I love it. I love it. It was fantastic. You love uh, to see it. I love watching his face get beaten. But uh, bro, he got beat. He got his ass beat by Hanato washed ass Moicano, bro. Moicano beat his. Ass, bro. I, but oh you, my you know what's the thing is that I I don't even feel confident saying Moicano is washed. I do. I, feel, I, no, I don't. I don't at all. Because I, do. I, I don't. Because you want to you want to know why is that he was on a losing streak in a lower division, but he was cutting hella weight, and we have seen this countless fucking times. Niggas move up and they become different fucking people. Robert no, he's in the he's in a losing streak at lightweight. He was on a winning streak up until he fought Aldo, and after he fought Aldo, he left and went to lightweight, and then stayed on a losing streak. He was on a winning streak I, I, in that I division. Say, yes, I didn't yes, want to yes, interrupt you. you. I was gonna say what happened when he went to the other division. He got yeah, washed. Yeah, yeah. He, he he lost to Fazeev and um. He lost to three people in a row. At, at fifty five. Yes. Yes. Really? Oh, I could have yeah. sworn it was. Uh, you, you I could have sworn it was at kept getting washed. Yeah, the the best fight he's ever had, the best fight he's ever had at 55 is the one we watched on Saturday. He's never looked that good at 55, ever. Okay, well, my mistake. So I think he's washed. I, I, I still don't feel confident saying that. I, I really don't. I mean, after um, that, you have an argument. You ha- After yeah. that fight, bro? Yeah. There's, the only it, thing I can say is it's not like he's losing to bums. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, True. The which is, uh, I think, in the next year is going to be a title contender. And yeah, Fazee versus RDA is interesting, bro. Yeah, I'm scared. I got RDA. Bro. I really do. I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> but I, I like, um, I like Fazee a lot. I really do. Um, I just, fuck, you guys know who who I'm a fan of. And uh, RDA did him terribly. And uh, <laughs> I think that uh, RDA has a chance at 55 to do it again to most of these motherfuckers. Because yeah. RDA is one of the biggest lightweights. Yeah. I think he's a RDA. People don't. People overrate him and underrate him at the same fucking time. It's so weird. He's like one of those few fighters where people beat RDA and they go, yeah, but it was RDA. And then when people get fucking washed by RDA, they're like, wow, put some respect on RDA's name. It's the same people saying both the RDA is simultaneously horrible and and GOAT level to everybody. It's so weird. I don't understand that. That's very interesting. Um, He is at a real weird middle ground where it's like you can still be one of the greatest fighters in the world or you can just be washed as fuck. You know what I mean? Like it's RDA is a weird fight, but that's going to be a brawl, bro. I think it was um, even though he had his string of success at seventy and tried to go for a title run and things like that, I think it, he should have stood at fifty five. He should have took taken the Alder route, changed his life around, changed his diet, kept himself clean, and he would have been ridiculously dominant at fifty five. Bro, uh, RDA wasn't eating cheeseburgers before fights like are like like uh, yeah, Aldo, yeah. bro. <laughs> Yeah, RDA yeah, is fit, bro. He's fit. Yes, yes, but he was. There are still fucking sacrifices you can make to be more leaner, bro. Like niggas like Jared Cannonier cut his fucking. He, he changed his whole life around, and he went from a, a, a fucking two forty fiver to one eighty five. You telling this nigga go to featherweight, bro? No, I'm saying he could have stood at lightweight by just being leaner and being healthy. Like, I don't I'm think not, he left lightweight because of weight. 
I don't think it was because of weight. It was. Yes, it was. I don't think so. I think it's he just didn't have goal. anything left in a division. He was, he was having no. It wasn't that he was. He was having trouble cutting weight, bro. But he was fluctuating each weight class, like that's because the same year. Trouble. No, he was having trouble, and then he stopped wanting to do the fifty-five weight cut. So he I'm just not went sure. up. I'm, I'm, I got no word in this. Season. No, I remember this vividly, bro. Him and Cowboy did the same thing around the same time. No, 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 no. I ain't never letting nobody get Cowboy. No fucking kind of grace, bro. Cowboy. I'm not giving him grace or credit. I'm just giving you a timeline. Cowboy does not have weight cutting issues. At he all. doesn't bounce up and down. Cowboy bro. can cut to whatever weight he wants because he can use the IV. That is the... You know I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. can use like an IV. That, yeah. But what I'm saying is is that that was around the same time that he started to make his, his 170 fights happen. So around that same time, that's when RDA just... He also started going to 170 that's what happened so it was because of weight like and i'm not saying it was because you saw or nothing but he went up because you know we can all agree that rda when he beat pettis that man was on the greatest cycle of his fucking life he's saucy never bro. seen nobody not get tired like that that nigga was bro. <laughs> rda it was weird because he he was like he got beat by khabib he came back shredded and we were like oh he's taking shit seriously but then like how did he get darker did you notice that dude was like it looked like he was wearing bronzer and he was just fucking brolic and then he put like he did like a 300 punch combo on fucking pettis and i was like what the Fuck, bro! Like it came out of and nowhere. Like, right before his chin got cracked by Eddie Alvarez, he also hit him with like a nineteen piece. Yeah. So yeah. It, like, so, it, juicy RDA is is a mythical fighter, bro. He juicy, really RDA, is. juicy RDA is the person that destroyed Cowboy's liver with a kick. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. fucking exploded that shit in his body. My guy was on a <laughs> run, bro. Like yeah. that lightweight run was crazy, man. But at the same time, it's like you look at it like that, like. Niggas that fall off cycles have tough times cutting weight. True. Like, I guess that's why Pettis went to welterweight. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> he cut down to 45, you dirty bitch. <laughs> right? That boy Pettis don't got the sauce no more, bro. You a low, you a low down dirty bitch for that. All right? Speaking of 45, man, what y'all think about this? You lucky Ben Henderson got a fucking a win recently, bitch. You're lucky. He's still happy about Pettis. Uh, who did Pettis be? Who did Pettis be, bro? Wonder Boy, give me somebody in the UFC. No, 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 no. I mean, recently, because my guy just got beat up by Clay Collard, my guy. Come on, you know, bro. You know who Pettis beat? Kiyoji Horiguchi. Fuck out of here. <laughs> no, wrong Pettis. Wrong Pettis. He said we got two Pettis. He said they interchangeable. They interchangeable. He said, yeah, but Pettis have belts. <laughs> yeah, us all in the chat that night when that shit happened, bro. That was fucking ridiculous. Because he was getting cooked. He was getting cooked. He was getting cooked. He was getting cooked. I can't lie to you. I can't lie to you. He was getting baked. I always kept the faith. And when he fucking landed at backfist, a vein right here in my head almost popped. <laughs> Nigga, Eric, Eric, Eric's mic fucking burst, bro. Like, we couldn't hear this nigga for like 10 minutes. We were like, what bro, the fuck? I was so hyped, nigga. The only thing I remember about that fight, for, not remember, but like the only thing that stands out to me is like, dog, why did you let him up? Listen, listen. He, I think he, I, I think Horiguchi got cocky. Listen, that's not my problem. 
<laughs> That's not my problem. He wanted to see if he could fuck him up in every in every fucking aspect of the thing, which he was. He let that man I have to be fair. Back he was, but face, somebody like Pettis Brothers, you can't you can't give them that leeway. Like at the end of the day, like this is and this is not even me being like a biased fan. Like we've seen it time and time again. Niggas like Anthony Pettis and Sergio Pettis, regardless of how much damage they take, they don't give up in fights. Like, and they always have some sort of power. Like, when it comes to the technique, they're some of the cleanest. And good technique and fucking timing can finish anybody. So you have to look at it like that. Like, if you have the opportunity to take them out, fucking take them out. RDA took them out. Like, it, 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 it makes sense. Like, and this isn't, like I said, it's not me being a biased fan at all. He could, he was supposed to lose that fight. No, no, I'm saying he was supposed to lose that fight. 100%. I don't know why Kyoji let him up. That's not my problem. <laughs> I'm just saying he was supposed to made in that fight. That was they got a rematch. They if I'm Scott yeah, Coker, yeah, I'm rematch. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm rematching them in the first round though. Like that's the first fight that happens in the tournament. That's the first yeah, one because they're both in the tournament. Yes. Yes. No. That's so stupid. That's not bad business. Yes, that's bad business. You want to see the anticipation of them both being successful? But there's a chance that they don't rematch in the tournament. So you started. No, that's not the beauty. Not when a guy was cooking the champion. He should get the champion first. Bro, the same shit happened. I agree with that. I agree right. with the rematch factor of it, but then if that's the case, they should do it outside of a uh, outside of the tournament. Oh yeah, no, 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 they should, but they can't because the tournament's already booked. So I'm saying, since they need to run that rematch back immediately, they got to do a Absolutely first round. Not. Absolutely not. I don't agree with that at all. Because if we look you know at what? If, if we look you at the what? very, go ahead. I agree. I don't. I still don't agree. Because if you look at the very, very scarce history of tournaments in MMA, people like DC have come through tournaments and shit like that. Where where you expect niggas to win and something crazy happens, a nigga steps up or, or a fucking dark horse steps up and some crazy shit happens, bro. You're, and, you're saying the exact reason why, bro. Hey, Yugi. Hey, Yugi. Hey, Yugi. Get that fight out the way. You know what I mean? And if no cra- if no crazy shit happens, you still have this entire tournament. You gotta hold so that you, belt. You, want, you want it to happen. You really wanted really want that belt. You better fucking hold it the entire shit. Yugi, you know why Eric feels this way? You know that nigga he don't want him to lose that belt, nigga. about Pettis, and I asked about Ortega and Yair, bro. This nigga is bugging. <laughs> he said they can't run it first. That doesn't make any sense. Here's why it makes sense. But still. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yo, Scott Coker, don't book the fight. You. This nigga's a real Pettis fan right here. He said, Scott Coker, <laughs> don't book the fight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We need to possible. Don't book that fight. Don't book that fight. Somebody beat this nigga. AJ, beat him. <laughs> you, you were talking about Yair and... Uh... And uh, Ortega, bro. I'm happy they found my nigga Yair, bro. I'm real happy about that. Oh, shit. Love this nigga fighting, bro. Nah, bro. They got USADA translators now, bro. He's good now. He's good. What did they run up on him? He ain't know who it was. It's like, nigga, I'm out. But you know what they say? He just straight up ran. That's hilarious. I don't remember that. That's no, hilarious. they say they, if he did, that's fucking hilarious. They, they were they, saying they, that he got a USADA infraction because he he didn't check in on the app and he told them the app is not in Spanish. I don't know what the app says, so that's what they oh, said. That's even better. I thought they said that they came to the gym 
and he told them he was going to meet him there on the app and then never came. <laughs> no, so that's that's some internet shit right there. That's some internet <laughs> shit. That's hilarious. I'm about to say, niggas to Brazil, sending some niggas to a gym in Brazil and not being there is wild, bro. No, that was Costa. That was Costa. That was Costa? That was Costa. Bro, that's fucking hilarious. I don't care who did that. Yair lives in Mexico, but the USADA app is in English, and you have to check in with your location. Yair was like, bro, make a version in Spanish, and we won't have any problems. And they told him, like, you got to have somebody around you that speaks English. Yair was like, I live in Mexico. So they were like, all right, well, this this is an infraction. And that's why he got in trouble. That's a big head shit. Up, bro. That's they need to let him off that shit, man. All right, yeah. 100%. I, I thought my nigga was just booking it on USADA. I was hiding underneath the octagon on some John Jones shit till they bounce. John Jones never did anything like that. What do you yeah, mean? That never John Jones, John Jones hit You believe Chael Sonnen, bro? You believe, you believe Chael Sonnen? The best MMA fighter of all time? Of course. The man believes Chael Sonnen. I can't trust Eric now. God damn. Anything to defame whoever y'all niggas like. Fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I think my nigga Yair is going to light Ortega the fuck up like a Christmas tree, bro. Until Ortega just jumps the ghillie in round three. Ortega's <laughs> going to take that nigga down. It's going to be over. life out of him. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get the chance. That's bro. every Ortega fight, bro. Every Ortega fight. Nigga, he mean? gets cooked, and then he's like, all right, I'm tired of this. And kills dudes, bro. <laughs> Every yeah, time. Hit him with a knee that lasts like 10 seconds yeah, after getting his ass beat for three rounds. That nigga he... Yair going to hit that nigga with a 540 knee to the face. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Yair has a, the best chance, and this is weird to say, but I think Yair has the best chance to put Ortega the fuck out out of anybody, like in the division. And I'm not saying that Yair is the strongest, but I, uh, when it comes to him throwing techniques, anything, like I think they are the most powerful because of his spin, his speed, his wind-up, like, or the lack of wind-up. All that shit is super snappy. Like, when he knocked out um, Andre Feely with a jumping switch roundhouse kick to the head, nigga, mm-hmm. I was shocked. I was like, nigga, first of all, I didn't see his leg come up at all. Like I seen, I seen this, and then bam, and he was out. Like it was so quick. So, and I've seen him. Fuck Dana for feeding him to Frankie. Yeah. Fuck him. How about about the? uh, I never understood that one. Yeah. That was so dumb, bro. I mean, it it was it it was unfortunate, but at the same time, it was like it was either him fight Frankie or skip Frankie and go to the title. It's not the first time they've done that though. They did it with Ortega, and they did it with uh, Sanhagen. Sanhagen. They yeah. always try to get Frankie murked, and it's worked twice. But Ortega was the first time where they were like, here, kill him. Go kill Frankie. And it fucking backfired, bro. That was yeah. bad. That looked like when you come in the house and like you call your mom a bitch or your dad just beat your fucking ass, bro. It was like, I'll kill you. Like, like he was on like the verge of murdering him, bro. That's crazy. No, that was, was wild. A, it was a bad. It was a bad. Um, bad time for Yair then, but um, I do think uh, in this matchup he has a really good chance of winning on the feet. But I don't think Ortega's a slack off on the feet, and I do think that um, his wrestling, just strictly wrestling, is better than Yair's, and that'll be enough to get him to the uh, grappling exchanges on the ground, which he is worlds better than Yair at. 
So, yeah, his takedown defense isn't incredible either. It's not. That's what I'm saying. I think his wrestling. His, <laughs> his takedown defense isn't incredible, but he finds a way to survive down there. He's been down there. Yeah. Before. He hasn't been down there with somebody like Ortega. Sure. Sure. That's the point. That's the whole point. No jujitsu aces. No. He had. He don't have no jujitsu guys on his record, but I mean, he got BJ Penn, but he was like fifty. So he got his ass beat by. <laughs> he got his ass beat by Volkanovski terribly. But there was a point in time when he was about to take his fucking head off his shoulders with a guillotine. And everybody knew that it was... And he dropped Volkanov- Even Volkanovsky said it himself, that he was close to going to sleep. like, And he had to like think about his children and his family to fight out of that shit on some gangster shit, bro. Like, And I, I give Volkanovsky... I still don't like Volkanovsky. He beat Max twice. Actually, he lost a second. But at the end of the day... That shit was like, bro, he was about to pop his fucking head off. So it's like, if somebody of <laughs> that caliber is saying, like, all right, he probably has one of the most dangerous guillotines in the game. Yair don't stand a chance if he gets a, 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 a fucking hand on his neck, bro. He don't stand a chance. He's going to choke him. Yeah. He don't, got a, he don't got Volkanovsky thick neck. <laughs> it's over, bro. <laughs> he don't got that rugby neck, bro. And he don't got a bald head, bro. Yeah. We're going to see, bro. We're going to see. That hair gonna cause math friction. Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, actually, Yair might might get KO'd. Like, let's not pretend uh, he don't got KOs on his rec- on his record, bro. Like, Yair could get beat yeah. the fuck up. But, but he is Mexican. He's never been knocked out. That guy, he's tough as fuck. I'll give he him that. Be, he's he tough. But you know, what I'm really surprised about <laughs> that uh, Jamal Hill's coming back so soon. Y'all know he's facing Johnny Walker. I'm fine with that because Jamal. So Hill's soon, he just got a KO. Fight. He's got a knockout his last fight. Yeah, he got a knockout his last fight. Yeah, because you, you, you're still thinking about the Paul Craig arm break. Yeah, that happened, that yeah. Happened two fights he's ago. fought. Happened, he yeah, fought he since fought. then, and he got a knockout with left hand. Like a, a quick one. Yeah, he fought against um. Was it Ryan Span? No, no, no. He fought a white guy. Um, I, I remember who it was. He knocked him out too. It was uh, yeah, some up and some dude that had, he was building a. Oh, he knocked out Jimmy Crute. That's who it yeah, was. Jimmy Crute. Yeah, 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 he knocked him the fuck out. Um, but yes, that's a good win. That's a good win. It's a a great win because Jimmy Jimmy Crew was building some steam, so and and he's still legit, yeah. Yeah, he is still legit. uh, I mean, yeah, I think Jamal Hill finna knock Johnny Walker the fuck out because Johnny Walker don't got a chin for shit. How y'all think Johnny Walker been looking since he's been with uh Faraz Abbey? Mid, 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 yeah, one fight, right. He just lost to Wash Santos, bro. He just lost to a Wash Thiago Santos. No, bro. No, he's Him getting knocked the fuck shit. out. Him and shit. Now, I'm not I'm not discrediting. Like, I know he still has the knockout power. I know he's still very dynamic and athletic. But Jamal Hill got fucking cinder blocks in his gloves, bro. That nigga, he knocked Jimmy, he knocked Jimmy Crute silly on the feet with a check left hook, no wind up. Knocked him silly. Knocked him to the ground. Boink. Sleep, nigga. That nigga has hands of stone for real. Yeah, I got yeah. I got uh, Hill in that fight, but by submission, not by um, not by knockout. I don't think he's gonna knock Johnny Walker out. I think he's gonna put him to sleep. I think he's he's gonna, gonna, gonna sub play, Johnny Walker. It can't yeah. happen. It can't happen. Yeah. But why? What? Why? And you know, rock him. He gives up his neck. Take it. Rock, yeah, rock him and and. He's not going to drop him into submission, but he could hurt him. I think him if there. he rocks him, he's going to go for ground to pound. I can't see a submission. I think so, I think so too, but if the, if the opportunity presents itself where he's fucking coming. If he just gave up his neck, I think you know he would mean? take it, though. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. And, and it's Johnny Walker. 
yeah. going to be flailing like a fish down there. No, I think what's going to happen <laughs> is that Johnny, Johnny can get hurt on the feet, and he's going to get wild. He's going to try to exchange, and he's going to hit him again, and he's going to put him to bed. Yeah. Maybe. You know who I really think is going to bed? Who? Buckley. Joaquin Buckley? Who's he fighting? Who's he fighting? He's fighting Abdul Rasak al Hassan. Oh, he's going to oh. sleep. Oh, he's going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. The jacked black guys are going at it. Yeah, he's, he's going to sleep, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's done, bro. I'm he's so done. I'm scared of Abdul Rasak al Hassan. He's terrifying, bro. He's, he's so scary. Oh, my God. He's going to fucking take his soul. I have been watching a lot of clips of like Buckley training and shit. He's taking a lot of shit like real seriously, especially grappling. He's been doing a lot of grappling. Uh, I don't think it's gonna matter too much. It's not gonna matter at all. Bro, Abdul just knocked out the guy that knocked him out. Like he knocked him out bad. Too he bad. knocked out DeCherico badly, and DeCherico knocked out Joaquin badly, bro. I don't want to do MMA math, but I really think like. Buckley might care. go to sleep. I don't care about MMA math. Right now, what, what I'm if, telling you what is... What if Buckley is, knocks him out and they go in another not. circle jerk and have a fight <laughs> That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy. They got to have a triple the threat at that stages, point. It's a triple threat match, bro. <laughs> that would literally be the triangle of it. Throw them all in it. Now, no key, I want Buckley to win just because of that. I want Buckley to win just for the meme. I think, since I've seen those clips of him grappling, I think if Buckley does like a grapple-heavy offense, he'll have like a chance, mm-hmm. but besides that, I think Nick's taking big naps, bro. Deep slumbers, heavy dreams. <laughs> Get ready to slumber. Yo, Parker Porter is fighting. That's yeah. that's a banger right there. That's either death or murder. Like I love Parker Porter fights, man. Y'all be niggas How sleeping on. Bro, come on, yeah, man. Yeah, it's been a little while since he's fought, but um, they be sleeping know, on heavyweights, bro. My I do God, know that he's like a uh, he's like a larger version and less athletic version of Justin Gaethje before he made it to the UFC. So he's just much. He's just he's just he's just chin up, fist up, fucking let's get it, bro. And bro. Uh, I'm I'm for all that shit. It's the dopest <laughs> shit in the world. I love it, bro. <laughs> I'm for all that shit, man. I like that shit. Heavyweight yeah. is evolving, bro. Nobody want to talk about this because it's fun. It's cool to hate on heavyweight, but my God, Derek Lewis got takedowns on Ty Tuivasa, bro. Multiple. I think he had no choice. I think he had no choice. Uh, I don't. I do. I, I don't. Think. That's why Derek Lewis got knocked out. He didn't respect I, it. I no no. What I'm saying is is like I think he re- because of the fact that he took him down is that he didn't want to exchange with him too much. That's why I think it, maybe the respect was in a different aspect where he didn't want to exchange in that in that fa- uh, fashion. But I think that Ty was more game to take damage and dish it out at the same time. And I think that's Ty's... That's game. always Ty. That's it. Ty, <laughs> Ty's just willing to take it. Unga bunga. Yeah, unga bunga. <laughs> that, that, but look, that wasn't as unga bunga as people think, bro. Ty it wasn't. Uh, Ty caught Derek Lewis with the same trick twice from different Beautifully. sides. Beautifully. Yeah. Fucking, he caught him with the left elbow after the fucking <clears> right <throat> switch and fucking rocked him. Then Derek Lewis went to the fence and then he did the exact same trick on the other side, bro. It, nasty. Yeah. It's it not like it's, it's, it, there's some Oongabooga in it, but 
Just wanted to be known that Ty got some fucking skills, man. Ty got skills, but he finna get cooked in the top five of heavyweight, bro. He's not beating any of those dudes. I'm sorry. He's nah, just not. Not at all. Not a chance who's, at all. None of them. You got Curtis Blades. You got Francis Ngannou. You got Cyril Gone. You could just stop yeah. at Curtis. Dude, yeah. Curtis. You can't even yeah. beat Curtis, bro. You can't even book him when you're on the ground, bro. He can't. Oh, no, no, no. I won't stop at Curtis. I won't. I won't. Because after Curtis got did him by Derek Lewis... He can he can catch him too, and it's not like Curtis didn't get dead in by Francis Ngannou twice. We're gonna pretend Curtis wasn't winning ninety nine percent of that fight with Derek Lewis before he got caught. He was like washing round, Derek Lewis, bro. He they was like washing, bro. That first round was bad. It was bad. That's okay, but that's how MMA goes. I think Ty Tuivasa loses to the whole. Let me let me actually pull up uh the entire off the top of my head yeah i was doing that francis stipe john derrick lewis john John. bro he's there john John wick nigga he's not bro we talking about the real if i look up right now john jones is not a top five heavyweight uh yes he will be if he decides to fight but he's not there right now lewis john Yo, shut stupid ass Wait. up. I love this last <laughs> Yo. Blades. And uh, who am I missing? So, if I'm looking at the heavyweight rankings right now, it's Francis Ngannou, Cyril Gan, Stipe Miocic, Tur- Tur- Curtis Blades. He's not beating any of them, bro. Any of those. Mm. He's just not. Punching to death. Blaze is going to fucking lay. I think it's one take that all Blaze needs is in that yeah, fight. Yeah, only, only people ahead of him are, are Stipe, Francis, and uh, Ciro. Yeah, um, which is crazy. He's over Curtis. But even even below that, even below Derek Lewis, you got Volkov. You got Rosenstroke. I don't think he's beating them either. He has a chance against Volkov. Volkov, Volkov is washed. Sometimes. Yeah, Volkov, Volkov is washed, too. Yeah. He was a he was a world beater when he came into the heavyweight division, and Derek Lewis changed the trajectory of his whole career, bro. bro his the whole fucking career. When he had over Fabricio, he fucking picked him apart beautifully, and then he dropped him in the last exchange, and then he knocked him the fuck out with one punch on the ground. That shit was beautiful to watch. But yeah, uh, yeah, Derek Lewis, and I, I, and this is I don't want to talk too much about it, but I 100% blame Volkov for that loss. And I only say that because he was scared of Derek Lewis the entire fight, even though he was winning soundly. Uh, that being said, um, uh, Tai Tuivasa will knock Volkov block off. Um, I think he got complacent in that fight. I think that was the real issue. I don't. I don't. I think he was scared. Of also, scared that of fight was a li- way more close than anybody gave it credit for. Like when you go back and watch that fight, Lewis wasn't getting washed. He was just losing. It wasn't absolutely horrible. I, I think he was getting washed. I don't think he was getting ten aided. That's 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 washed to me. No, no, no. But that, that's what, no, he, that's not the only. Ver- like that's not, with it. Like it maybe, maybe we have different thing. parameters of washed, but because yeah. you can get washed in a 10-9 round, in my opinion. But um, but yeah. So um, I think he. Yeah, I don't fuck. I don't see Ty being beating Stipe Ciro or Francis. I don't. I don't think that it's heavyweight evolving, bro. I think that is we just got more prospects and shit now, bro. And people can do the same shit. It's just we need, you know what I mean? A lot of the heavyweight division was just yeah. old motherfuckers like fucking Arlovsky. Like, well, what the fuck is he still doing fighting? Like, shit like yeah. that. Now we got nice-ass prospects. 
fucking I guess it's evolution. Never mind. But <laughs> Nick <Nicky> described evolution. <laughs> <laughs> but still, we got we got we got way better fighters now. Yeah, I'm happy about heavyweight, man. Yeah, I yeah. think it's uh, I think the uh, the revolution of the hybrids and uh, of the athletic uh, heavyweight is on. Oh, the- we're not saying evolution now. Nigga saying revolution now. Take the R off, my nigga. It's a evo- It's the evolution, yeah, my nigga. Nah, fuck out of here. They're way. evolving, nigga. All right, whatever you want to call. We it. got shiny heavyweights now. They're evolving, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq with a Pokemon reference?